goes walking around going, Mommy, when we're going to the hotel. I was like, you can't speak like that in the real world. Why? That's... Um, I love going to the hotel. I mean, hotel is my favorite part of any vacation. I know, but it's just like... Do they, when mean, they make here, the bed, do they leave you, a, leave you a little chocolate or a mint or something? They do. They do. Uh, that's they my do. favorite part of hotels and cruises. <laughs> they do. Four times a day, and, you mess um, the bed up, and they leave a chocolate. Welcome to a very special episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because we have with us one of the all-time family legends, the original Tio Mario is here. Welcome, Tio Mario. It's my pleasure to be here, Shy. I just ate a green apple so that my voice can sound like yours. (laughs) So, uh, before I introduce William Becky, this is Tio Mario. He is the younger brother of our mom, possibly the funniest person in the family. The hoster of the annual Seder, uh, the the painter, the artist. I don't know what, what other talents should we should we refer Architect? to. Architect. Oh, and, he's, hoster and, and a great God. watcher of television, and a great watcher of television and movies. Did you say architect? Architect. Oh yeah, architect as well. <laughs> That's his actual job. That's, yeah. Uh, I want li- people to think his job is watcher of movies. But before, <laughs> but before we get further into it, Lily, how are you doing? On vacation again, we see. I'm very good. But I mean, in fairness, your whole city's on vacation. It's not like, like yes, it's not just city, me. I think a whole it's, island. It's a, it's a whole island. Yeah, and there's four. A it's a four day weekend. We got Monday and Tuesday off. So, and the kids have no school the whole week. <laughs> That's almost like Puerto so, Rico. <laughs> Every time there's a holiday, they get Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday off. They go to work. Right, Wednesday. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to work Wednesday. And so good. And Becky, how are you doing? You look. You look energetic. Like, you look a little gray. I feel. <laughs> I feel. I feel a little. A little wrung out. A little. A little gray. Um, but I'll. Little, I'll. Little newborn getting you down. Put a little pep in my voice if I can. Well, for the I, you know, I have exciting news because this podcast has been around for a while, but we we now have sponsors. What? Yeah, we have sponsors. And the, the, the Mom thing... and Dad don't count as sponsors. <laughs> the, the thing is, Mom is that... and Dad are the sponsors on everything we've ever done. The, the sponsors are old, are, are a little bit, like, it's a little bit, they're out of, uh, out of, they're sort of out of touch with the current times, but the sponsors agreed to, to, to sponsor the show only if Tio Mario would do the reads for the ads and the commercials in Spanish. <laughs> so we know Tio Mario has an encyclopedia of commercials. They knew he had an encyclopedia of commercials in his mind uh, from when he was growing up in Puerto Rico. So I was wondering, before before we go further in the show, if you could maybe deliver some of the some of the ads in Spanish that we that we are that we are that we promised to give. Uh, absolutely. I mean, one of my all-time favorites growing up was there used to be Schaefer beer. Right, an old brewery. Well, there's this sounds like wonderful... a Jewish beer. I know it's no, it's it was it was one of these. You know, it's actually when you open the can, it smelled like burp. But it's one of these <laughs> natty light type uh, <laughs> beers, um, and it went like this: 
Cerveza Schaefer es la mejor cuando se toma más de una. Vaso tras vaso se saborea como Schaefer, no hay ninguna. Tomemos de este rico sabor y brindemos la buena fortuna. ¡Salud, cerveza! Schaefer es la mejor cuando se toma más de una. I, I don't know, but I gotta tell you that one's always stuck with me. That one, so okay, so we could do like, could do like a donut to that too. So, <laughs> so this beer, so this beer company has sponsored us, and I think um, is it Globman the Globman. Globman was Clubman was a men's store, and if it was Clubman, it was always good. So si eres Clubman, tiene que ser bueno, and that was after everything. So if you may, if you scored a basket. Um, Un canasto Clubman. Si es Clubman, tiene que ser bueno. And That's hilarious. I know. I like the beer one because it says it's the best when you drink more than one. More than one. I know. <laughs> well, that, that was totally a Latin American thing. You can't just drink one. You got to have more than one. Are, are, there any, are there any more sponsors before we get into this? One more. There was uh, Rayovac Batteries. <laughs> Rayovac and Batteries. Rayovac Batteries. And in Puerto Rico, it was Baterias Rayovac. And there was this uh, commercial with a bunch of Boy Scouts, and the head um, leader of the Boy Scouts, the with the Cub, uh, Cub Scout Master or whatever, uh, was in front of the line, and he had a flashlight, and they're going through a tunnel, and all of a sudden the light starts to go out, and one of the kids looks at him and goes, "Que fallo, líder? Necesitas una pila rayovac." That was it. <laughs> now the funny part here is that that kid that said that que fallo leader, you know, uh, was Manny Sinalovsky's little brother Elias, <laughs> child actor. <laughs> Very funny. You know what he does now? He's the head. Uh, I think he's like uh, head shoe salesman for like uh, Neiman Marcus. Uh, in charge of sales. Oh, there you go. That's amazing. He's an adult. Now, now. <laughs> now, you have been with us since our birth and before. We tell a lot of funny stories about our mother in particular. Um, uh, we were, earlier today, we were remembering Lily's wedding, though. Like, you, you've done so many things for us. You've hosted the Seder for us 30-plus years. And you also essentially hosted Lily's wedding in Atlantic City on the beach. Lily's wedding was, was just awesome. Now, hosting a, a Corman family event means you have a lot of, you get a lot of privy behind the scenes. A lot of, a lot of things happen that people don't necessarily know about. Could you give us that little, that little glimpse of what was going on at the scene of Lily's actual wedding and what was going on? Besides Jose's family drinking my entire bar <laughs> boy could they drink we, and smoke it was amazing <laughs> there was um, a lot of spaniards oh yeah, yeah. it was, was absolutely wonderful we had the whole opened his home to host his family yeah he was in in our house then he was in kenny and beth's gordon's house and debbie yep. rosansky's house there were three houses that we got <laughs> Um, yeah, oh yeah, and Debbie's house was uh, Jose's friends, the surfer boys. The whole mafia was there. <laughs> uh, it was very funny. Um, so one item that happened during the wedding, which not too many people know about, not even Becky, who was vigilant through the wedding, making sure everybody was in line. Um, I know, I remember. Best made of bed, Be best made of honor. Absolutely, you, you actually uh, uh, 
very authoritarian there. You, were, you did a very good job. I like she being produces. in charge. You were like, definitely I in charge. I, I was meant to grow up she, and be in charge. So one thing that happened is every besides the fact that you know the red wine didn't show up and my neighbor Susan ran to the rabbi's house who lives on my block to get a bottle of wine to run it back down there. I don't to, think she to made the chuppah on the beach. Yep. During the whole uh, ceremony, um, Rabbi Ron, you know, during the ceremony would say, you know, everybody rise. You know, there were certain parts where everybody got up and everybody sat down during, you know, the service. On the beach in Atlantic City. On the City. beach, the, the seats and the parasols and the flip-flops. My neighbors pull in their bathing suits, were so excited about the wedding, they, had, they sat all around the wedding. They were sitting all around. And one of my neighbors, EJ, uh, Ed Jr., um, his dad is Ed, he's Ed Jr., um, well, they had a couple of, you know, cerveza shafers. They, I'd say about a dozen. He was feeling happy and he was they're, very, they're, feeling they're good very after, patriotic. Good after more than one. So he's sitting down and every time Rabbi Ron would say, you know, everybody stand, everybody sit. He would stand and he would sit out of respect for the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Of course. Well, one of the other neighbors, and I don't know who it was, a very heavy set man who happens actually to be Jewish and isn't, but he was, wasn't getting up. Why? Well, he wasn't part of the wedding and he was just relaxing <laughs> on the beach. It's a free so, country. All of a sudden, he looked at him and he said, Dude, you got to get up. And he said, I don't have to get up. <laughs> he goes, No, you got to get up. It's out of respect. He goes, I'm in the beach, said it down. He goes, No, you got to get up. And he actually <laughs> reached over to him to try to pull him up. And they started to get into a tussle. And my other neighbors had to pull them back. This was going on during the way. You didn't see it, but it was happening on the I side. I didn't see it. That's no way. Oh, yeah. All my friends told me that Ed, Ed went nuts and tried to pick you know, this guy up and, and started wanted to fight with him. Uh, there was going to be a brawl. Um, Amazing. But uh, they calmed him down. But that was one of the side... Uh, was, side that was side amazing. Story. It's always, there's always a side story with with our family there's never anything that simple well it, you know we just talked about a great moment in the circle of life i don't really know how to segue into our topic of the day to the subject i don't think there is any appropriate there, segue into the topic <laughs> of the day it just is so this week so on that note amazon released the tv show hunters which is, features Al Pacino playing an old Jewish man who's a Holocaust survivor helping a young guy uh, hunt down Nazis that have a secret pl appear to have some kind of a secret plot going on in the United States. And we all watched most of, or if not the whole first episode last night, including Tio Mario. I have to add, I just want to add that we talk about movie things that are great to watch with mom. There, there is a whole subset genre of things to watch with Tio Mario. If you have 100%. ever seen, for example, the movie "I Love You, Man" with Tio Mario, oh, you, but or like, my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, that's like going to live theater. Yeah. That's like a, like going to an, a comedy. It's like show. no, Rocky it's like Hart one of those screenings show. where it's like house. a sing along, and you're like yeah. meant to, to exactly. So, so, so. So I think I got, you know, I thought, and I was right, watching this show with Tio Mario was extra fun because we Mario loves good shows and, and, and we stayed up late to watch this. We stayed up past midnight to watch this because we were at a at a at our cousin's bar mitzvah last night. And uh, so we watched 
hunters, which we'll do a little reaction to. But then I it led me to think because we were we started talking about Marathon Man and the boys from Brazil and all these other movies, and it led me to think, well, what could be our topic for today? I feel like pop culture and pop culture Nazis is the way to go. Now we're not making light in any way by this like super serious like real historical subject, but we are going to do our usual thing and talk about the way these the Nazis are portrayed, which is a range from super serious to absolutely ridiculous. So just everyone be prepared and please don't be offended. Um, so with that in mind, also, there's going to be... You're going to offend Nazis? <laughs> no, I don't know. Offend, maybe offend people who don't think laughing at things about Nazis are oh. funny. I think that's really... Oh, that's true. I, I don't mind offending the Nazis. It's more just, like, some of the things we're going to talk about. But let's start with Hunters. This will be a spoiler-filled reaction to Hunters. Um, uh, let, I'd like to give the floor to... Becky, you watched it first. No, Lily watched it first. Lily, what was your overall reaction, just general reaction to the first episode? I would say it's tough because you had sent me a very interesting article before about a Jewish person who watched it and was had had a pre-screening um, for the first, I think, like five episodes and had a very um, interesting take on it and like an intellectual take. And I kind of wish I didn't read anything smart about it because it really, it, it on its own, it gets you thinking a lot. I, I will say that I liked it, I think, um, though I felt that I wasn't necessarily prepared for how graphic it was going to be. However, like you made a good point, Shine, that first scene of the show, it's very clear about what you're you're getting set up for. And yeah, I mean, it's not it a serious well, show. Well, what I what I appreciate. And it's graphic, so, so it's not hiding that to, fact. Two reactions. First is, one, I really like the headline, especially these days, that Nazis are bad. <laughs> this is a show about Nazis being bad. Make no mistake, they're just bad. There's no scenario in which they're good. They're bad. There's no right, redemption, and they continue to be evil. bad. Right. There's no it's remorse. Like good, right. It's a good reminder of like, hey guys, Nazis equal bad. In case there's been any confusion in the last few years... Let's set the record straight. Actually, it's more Number than bad. Two. It's evil. It's evil. It's, yeah, right. evil. it's a depth of right. evil that's almost supernatural. But, right, exactly. Number two, I sort of see it as like the Mrs. Maisel of Nazi hunting shows. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, you're so funny you said that. I see it as the almost famous of Nazi hunting shows. <laughs> Because of the music. Well, because of the 70s. Because of the music, right. But the I 70s. feel like because of, like, the caricature... Right, because of the yeah. 70s and the music. But because of, like, the caricature of characters um, and this, you know, the I, melodrama, the way that it's done, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. It's like Mrs. Maisel, but we're hunting Nazis. <laughs> Got it. Like, I think they're I, very clear with the expectations, and because they're clear with the expectations and the rules of this world, I can watch it and enjoy it. I think if there's any ambiguity in that first episode... Of, of the style or the rules, it would be very hard to watch it and get on board with it. But I think as far right. as episode one went, it was very, it built a very clear structure within what style, language, world this story is going to take Good. place I, in. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Right. I, I will also say that I feel like it was, um, like the writing is also. The, the way that like when he walks in when Logan Lerman walks into um, Pacino's house and he says I had no idea you were like the Jewish Bruce Wayne 
and those type, you know, like those type of like, and there's a lot of comic book talk and a lot of movie talk in the movie, well, you know, Star without Wars, like, a lot yeah, of the whole Star Wars yeah, stick Star up as a given is great. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they literally talk about, and then the follow up conversation with the grandmother of like, you know, light and dark, good and evil. You always right. have a choice. And I feel like those pop culture references are like reaching out to an audience of multiple ages, right? Because we're talking about older people that are watching this, younger people that are watching this. And and those are kind of like touching down on to you and saying, okay, like we're, we're trying to keep this part of a conversation. I think reading an article like Shai sent, you know, very intellectualizing the whole, you know, debate about the show. I think if you can have a great conversation about a show like this, then they're doing something right. And I'm not surprised that Jordan Peele's behind it because you don't necessarily have to be on board with every style choice. Like I can't figure out if I'm okay with Pacino's accent or not. Yeah, I'm but fine I, with it. Whatever. I, he's a good actor. Like, he's a great actor. So it's, it's just fine. sort of like, eh, that doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much as the Maisel stuff, but, but I think not that yet. At if, least if at not yet, at least I just think that if you're able to be intrigued shocked a little bit and able to have an interesting conversation about a show then somebody's doing something right i the only thing i had a really really serious problem with as far as the choices was the mm, the murder of the nasa scientist that's when that i was like both of you and i said so, i don't know if i can keep watching this this is very graphic so, so to me so here's my take i Totally I don't know why because, you need to do that. Because of that opening scene. Felt traumatizing. Because of the opening scene where this Nazi guy is discovered. I thought it was a dream. Like, I was like, and, this can't be and real. And this, this guy who's hiding out in American society, at the State Department, no less, he's out with his family and he's discovered and he murders everybody, his family included. To me, in that Same one moment, there, I'm like, oh, this is like... A TV show like The Boys or Deadly Class, The Americans, or uh, not so, they, but the Americans, no, but the Americans is supposed to be more did, re- real, right? It Actually, is, but it did remind me of The Americans too for right. some reason. So, I oh, agree right. with Mario. The whole idea of being covert yeah, and covert but, and undercover. But, yeah. but the style was that this was like over the top, and and the other part was that oh, to Becky's point earlier, these aren't just like. This isn't just like an operation finale when Eichmann's like hiding out in some town and hiding the terrible things that he does. These are evil Nazis hiding out in the United States that are still continuing to try to execute their plan. And they are an even more evil and comic book version, if it's possible, right, than but the base level I'll, of evil that they right, were. Right, I get that. But the scene of how they kill the, Na- the NASA scientist, I still think it's too far. See, and so I don't for- think you can use this stylization as an excuse to put something like that on screen. So for me, it was part of establishing that the, these guys are, I mean, and, and this they're, is, they're real. It's a comic book. They're right. comic book villains, right? Like, and, and that, yeah, but I don't think that around. should be taken lightly. And when you kind of reinterpret and saying, oh, it's a comic book villain, like it's a very specific way of killing someone. And it's like too. Well, they, well, they well, chose it on purpose. They chose they're it evil. on her because she they're, created they're the gas. They're doing it on purpose. She was. What? She's the chemist that started creating the gas. She is. Yes. No. She, she. She was, was a young fuel. chemist. 
She was a young. She created the fuel. The fuel. Yeah, exactly. She the created, fuel. No, no. In NASA, oh, wait, she was creating the fuel. She was a Nazi. Don't you see the yeah. photograph of a of a young young woman? So with, that's why I'm so with confused. Adolf Hitler. And, that's why I'm so confused. So she's a Nazi. She yes. was a Nazi, but then she's killed by a Nazi? She no, she's said. killed by no, the group, by Pacino's group. No. no she's killed by the guy she's with the swastika tattoo. No. Yeah, yeah, she's no. killed by No, she's killed by the Nazis. The chi- the in the group there's an uh, there's an Asian guy. In the group. No, it's not the Asian guy. He's it's the plumber the that guy. walked in. No, the guy that walked in that was the plumber oh, was the too. was the guy in the bowling alley that smashed that guy's face yeah. with a bowling ball. No, I think no, it was really. I, I'm telling you, she, she was killed. This is very she was guys, killed by this episode. By the, is so by the Jewish only group. because of the argument we are having right now. She was killed by the hunters. Really. She, he says this at the end. Had, I mean, she, uh, Lena Olin says it at the end. Three of our, three of our would, special people or whatever have been murdered, you know, in a... In, in, that would know. make sense to what Becky's saying, because if it was a victim of the Holocaust, that's like a bridge too far. Right. But if it's a Nazi, uh, it's like, fuck you, you're going to hate that. Oh, wow. A German lady <laughs> is killed in the shower by gas, which is done by an Asian acting as a plumber. Boom. Mario. Oh my God! I thought it was the guy Nazi with the swastika. No, no. And I'm pretty terrible because I was sort of okay with either one, but now it makes a little bit more sense. Well, it makes more sense. I was like, this is horrifying. It's like a very traumatizing thing to do. But if she was like the Nazi that kind of like created the gas, you're like, all right, come up. That's who she was. Well, I I would like to know from our maybe we were just conditioned. Maybe we were just conditioned to. I don't know. I was so tired when I was watching it last night that yeah, I, I, missed the last I really, I minutes. truly, actually couldn't keep my eyes open. I went. I, I, yeah. Mario, I fell thank you. Yes. I finished. Oh my gosh, wow! Caught me at this conversation. So okay, guys, gas gassing the woman in the shower is okay because she was a Nazi. She was, a Nazi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was the yeah. one that helped create. She was a chemist that helped create parts of the gas, you know, in early uh, Nazi Germany. And then, you know, she was being rewarded by Hitler. There was a photograph. She made it to the States. She infiltrated. And she is one of the NASA, NASA scientists. But, and that was given away when the guy said, you have to be careful of your, you know, uh, what did he say? You have to carry a weapon with you or something. Uh, yeah, he, he yeah. He was warning the protection. FBI agent. Protection. Uh, because they'll come after you. Right. He's like, Careful what you open up. He was, who's going to come after her? The other Nazis? Yep. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. But <laughs> yeah. I'll say, in either scenario, it works for me. It works better for me if she was the Nazi who created oh, the absolutely. gas, who was the scientist who worked on the gas. Then that works better for me. Um, but uh, and if she was part of the network of people embedded in the U.S. government, like this guy who was the Under Secretary of State, the the main guy played by Dylan Baker, then it makes sense. What else is he from? Dylan Baker, oh. he always plays the similar. Oh, the American. Oh, yeah. So he was yeah, the undersecretary. Oh, he he worked for Robert Kennedy in thirteen days. Yeah, in thirteen, 13 days, he plays McNamara. He plays McNamara. He is 13. also in. He's in well, the Americans. Well, yeah, despite that little bit of confusion, for me, I the movie was framed to me much more like immediate the show. show. The show immediately an episode, a ninety-minute episode, which is <laughs> bananas. It was very long. That's a movie. I enjoyed it. What are the but, rules these days? What are the rules? But even the end of Wait, the episode. 
when they Mario, when they assemble the team, I just want to say when they assemble the team, it was clear that it is like a dirty dozen X Men, you know, Avengers no, type of Captain scenario. Captain America with the evil Nazi, you know, what's his name? Uh, Red Skull. Red Skull. <laughs> it to me, it was it it's it's much more like a, a an ultra violent. Um, comic book show pulp kind of show than it is some sort of serious you know history of like the real efforts to to go after nazis and also because pacino's character that's also how i can accept pacino's character being such a caricature is the best way to describe it he came across a little too henny youngman like in the beginning (laughs) like a a jewish comedy act you know he's gonna give you know i want to give you you know a little stick of this and a little fish and then put it on the table and and then we're gonna murder a bunch of people yeah exactly you know i'm hardcore but i'm also a nice jewish man with a driver and a nice car that was um, so I so I'm very interested to see where it goes, and I really love Logan Lerman. I think Logan Lerman ah, as the agreed. main kid, he he is fantastic, and he and he sort of, I haven't seen him in anything lately, but I've loved him since he was in the Percy Jackson movies. So I really hope that I really hope that this catches on. Now I'll say when we logged on to watch last night at ten o'clock, Amazon was experiencing some kind of outage. I want to believe it's because everybody was watching the first episode of I'm the show sure. at the same time. I'm because sure, but also Pacino is a huge draw. You get him. His- on his first television show, you're gonna get an audience. And he was good in it. I like. Um, I mean, I it was, was it was a little bit he's goofy, but but there were moments when he's just like acting normal and not going over the top. And you're like, oh wow, it's pretty cool to see. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get ten hours of Pacino here, right? Right. It's it's so few but and far before. Yeah. What was your overall reaction? You in the beginning of the movie, besides the the evil part, show, of, you know, murdering the entire family by the swimming pool, which was amazing. Uh, it, it it almost felt like, you know, you had the 70s Wonder Years music going on, uh, almost famous Wonder Years mix in the background mm-hmm. with the bell bottoms, you know, at the end of that stage. Um, and actually, when he's trying to sell the pot and, or, and, and he gets beat up, that actually felt very realistic to me. Uh, the way they react. Right, on all the slurs. The slurs the and everything slurs, was very, yeah. I think, real to the time. Um, you know, cheap Jews, you're going to count the money, etc. That all felt uh, real. Like um, the way people would have behaved at that time. Right, right. And in the moment the grandmother, for me, the moment she was more understanding of what happened to him, I, I, I immediately started thinking and reading into it saying, she's, she's definitely involved. Oh, in my mind, oh. because she was so understand, you know, she was sort of like trying to lift him up and was very understanding about, um, you know, the, the why he was beat up. Uh, and so there was something interesting so, before we found out who she, who she really was. Uh, I, I, thought it, I thought it was OK, but it, I agree with the whole comic book part, um, you know, the whole kitschiness behind it. Like the human chess match, I don't know if that ever happened. I, for some I, reason, I don't think that that. Really, I would be. I would I, not be surprised. I sort of have a feeling that that happened. Uh, there was another movie I saw. I'm trying to remember which one it was, where they talked about that, and they talked about um, having them swim across a river uh, carrying like weights. And of course, the idea was if you get to the other side, um, you will you can walk away free. And they never made it to the other side because they were filled with rocks and weights and whatever. So as they they're swimming across the river, they would. I'm sure. I'm I'm not surprised that something like that happened. But bringing that up, I I have a question. I wanted to know what you guys think of the flashbacks. 
yeah, the use of like a flashback. Uh, I, I thought they were. I thought they were confusing, yeah, they were and I, th th I think it's really. I think once sophisticated. Though. I think once how like once you see something like Schindler's List, right? Where that has been done in such detail, it's really it's always been hard for me again to go back into those environments. And so I think for a TV show with a TV show budget, they did a nice job, but they move you through it really quickly. Like they moved you really quickly through the ghetto scene, just to show these two characters meeting. The, the flashback of the chest thing was, like, surreal and horrific, but used to remind you that these guys weren't only just these cartoonish villains now. So I'll go back and say, like, they weren't just cartoonish villains now, but this is their lifelong horrific, lifelong uh, commitment to horrific acts. Right. Right, and I guess it's to remind you that Pacino and the grandmother were literally there. Like they were witnesses to this, that was like and that's why they were... It was a remake of uh, uh, almost of of uh, and, uh, you know the X Men when Magneto is you know a little yeah. kid he's getting ripped apart his family's getting ripped apart right and, that's you know, a good from point the camps. Um, yeah that's a good point that's a that yeah. is that's a very powerful scene mm -hmm. um, okay so now all right so I am a full buy I on the first episode I am intrigued by this I want to see the rest of it I hope it stays as good and gets better I think I want to give it room for the story to unfold. I'm I'm all in. How about how about you guys? Are you gonna keep watching? Yeah, I'll watch. Absolutely, I'll watch it uh, because I'm the only one in my house that watches. <laughs> yeah. It's a job. Someone's got to do it. Someone has to. Yeah. No, no I, found it, I found it. I found it different. Lil. Yeah. I think the same. I think it's different. I think. It's not a bad idea to be, not that we need it specifically this group, but it's not a bad idea that like you're part of the consumption of uh, media that is very clear that Nazis are bad and the ultimate like villain that you could put in a, in a show uh, that we can relate to. And so, um, and yeah, I think that it's like, I, I'm definitely curious to see, I, I hope it stays good because I'm curious I, to see what I'm it I'm sure starts. they're going to start talking about, though, the collateral damage of, of, of going and revenge killing people, right? Like, it's not simply just going to be, I, would I don't think a list a of people that they knock off. Uh, There's going to be a conversation, right. right? The fact that they mentioned Bruce Wayne means the debate about vigilantism is going to be, sure. right, that one of the characters, mm. an FBI agent, is going to be well, part of this. Well, it's, also, right it's also very... The first, like one of uh, Logan Lerman's like, first scene is talking about what makes a hero versus a villain, right. and so I think the whole right. idea is that we're walking that fine line between hero versus villain. And and they're 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 walking out of the first Star Wars, right? Yeah, they're yes. walking out of yes, definitely. right. First and he feels like Darth Vader is a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's one of his name no... is really like. Oh, he's trying. He's putting the argument right. that he could be. He's seen putting out the argument, but guy. again, he has no idea of right. the prequels, like, and he has no idea of Return of the Jedi. And so, he hasn't right. seen the last. Jedi, so he hasn't like. And he hasn't right. given he hasn't up seen on the last Jedi. <laughs> so, so I just feel like you know it's very obvious that he's making a case for where does the line, where's that line drawn? All right, so, so so let's talk about Nazis and and the movie. And again, this isn't going to be the deepest discussion ever, but let's start with the the sort of famous some of the famous Nazi revenge movies. We've got Marathon Man, oh. Operation Dustin Finale, Ball. which we <laughs> saw recently. And then Mario was telling me about the boys from Brazil, which the I boys have from never Brazil seen. Brazil is awesome. I've never seen that. So the, uh, very interesting. So in Marathon Man, uh, the in Marathon Man, Mengele, the the butcher or whatever he's called there, the Angel of Death, uh, Nazi is Laurence Olivier. In, Ooh, right. In Boys right. from Brazil, 
he plays the head Nazi hunter. And yeah. uh, what's his name is? Talk name? about range. Greg, and, Gregory, uh, and Peck. Gregory Peck. Gregory right? Peck, Gregory is, Peck. Is, is, the, is the same, you know. And, as the evil I Nazi. It, I, yeah, I saw it fascinating. Uh, Marathon Man I watched recently. Marathon Man with Dustin Hoffman. It's terrifying. Is still a great movie. Still a great movie. Roy Scheider. <laughs> the intensity of that movie, the stress of the last hour or so of the that scene, movie. Is it the safe? Scene with, is it safe? I wouldn't go to the dentist for three years. I had like cavities. I wouldn't go to the dentist for three years. That's a great, and that's not a very graphic movie, but it's quite... Uh, well, it's like Jaws. There's only certain parts that you see. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And it, but yet it's terrifying, um, just conceptually. It, it's intense, and it and it's sort of in the realm of the real. And he's also, you know, Dustin Hoffman in that movie is pretty buff. You know, he's a runner. Like, you know, you think of Dustin Hoffman, you think of uh, uh, what's the one, the Fockers, <laughs> and you, mm-hmm. know, you don't necessarily think of him in Marathon Man. Beck, how about you? Uh, of of the I've been, sort... I haven't seen any of these movies. Oh my you didn't God. see the Operation Finale? Yeah, or Marathon Man or Boys or from Brazil, but I'll, now I want to watch all of them. Marathon Man, Boys from Brazil, The Odessa Files. You never saw The Odessa nope. Files with uh, Midnight Cowboy. What's his name? Uh, John Voight? Voight. John Voight's in Odessa Files. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen any of them, um, but I will. We have the hey. Criterion Collection. Subscription. Are you eating so. during this? Are you allowed to do that? Am I what? She's eating. Yeah, yeah. Eating. I'm not eating. I mean, there's a lot of things happening here. Oh, what no, is that? I'm not eating. I'm, Don't no, Lily is. I'm, I'm feeding my uh, kiddo, oh. but I'm on mute when as I'm doing this. Yeah, we're sticking. But I'm getting story. him. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, keeping him quiet with cookies. So <laughs> there's a good podcast. There, there's also like a whole genre I would say of like sci-fi Nazi things. Like I don't know if you've seen Iron Sky. I fell asleep during it, but it's the one where the the Nazi. It's it's a comedy also. It's, it's, I would say it misses the mark on a lot of things. But the Nazis have been hiding out on the moon, and they're trying to invade Earth. This came I out a few years ago. It's on, it's on Netflix. Um, it's 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 stupid, but it's it's like also crazy. And then there's Overlord, which I have haven't seen but i want to see soon which is it's another one where they they go to get there's guys on a mission to do something against the nazis and it turns out the nazis are breeding like superhuman evil monsters <laughs> and they got a, it's like a zombie movie a nazi zombie it's, movie it's a nazi zombie surfing movie also it's, i can't yes. remember which one <laughs> there is yes 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 i wouldn't watch that one though Oh, you gotta okay. draw the line with the surfing. Okay. But then, yeah, and yeah. then and then in all seriousness there are is there a particular one that 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 stuck with you that scared you as a kid right like Rafe Fiennes and Schindler's List to this day is beyond terrifying to me mm-hmm. to but, me uh, Marathon Man just terrified me like I brutally like that character scared me so much so I would say that more than even more than Rafe Fiennes and, and the one that as a teenager really got under my skin in a, in a very subtle way was in Swing Kids remember Swing Kids Mm-hmm. There's a group of there's a group of friends right. and there's the Jewish ones that you know dance and play jazz and one of the f- right. dancing friends joins the Hitler youth and he turns on his friends oh, and I to me sad at that scene. to me it's not graphic it doesn't show the sort of extent of the evil but the idea that like people's friends turned on each other and were turning people in 
it was like truly a horrifying well, then, concept to me as a kid. The the the, the old the oh, one of the older ones was the the Brad Pitt uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, Bastard. Glorious Bastard. Oh, you're right. Christoph Waltz's. Oh, yeah. God. Not only Christoph that, Waltz and he's got the, yeah, I, I, the ultimate that Nazi. That for me is... When he carves his head at the end, that was yes. like, yes. That <laughs> for me is like as far he, he as... He won the Oscar, didn't he? No, he didn't no. win for that one. No, not for that one. Oh, uh, Christoph won Waltz for... won for that one. He won Christoph the supporting actor. Christoph yeah, Waltz won. Christoph yeah. Waltz won for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's definitely yeah. one of the best like caricatures Nazi of a, of a terrifying like Nazi. Yeah. Well, that whole opening <laughs> scene of that movie but. where he is torturing the family. Shoshana! Like yeah. that oh. stays with me. I can still the hear milk, my you know, voice. He's drinking the milk yeah. and he points down and they shoot the yeah. floor. Oh, it's oh, so terrible. It's terrible. It's so um, terrible. And then I would say another movie well, Europa Europa was the other. Was ah, that's one. right. Again, I was oh, too young God. to see that movie. That the was not appropriate. circumcision movie. <laughs> yeah, that oh, was. Oh, my God. <laughs> that movie, I didn't understand mm-hmm. it. It was, that's a movie that yep. I think is, you know, that was good. people that was might think they can show to kids. Definitely then, a movie that, like, in the 90s, adults thought was an appropriate movie to like show to children to teach school? them about. Yeah, um, actually, I saw it when I, I saw it when I was like 17 or 18, and I thought it was amazing. Right, I was but 13. I was already pretty old. Um, you know which 13. one? Also, here's oh, one. Okay. I'll go with working girl herself, Melanie Griffith, in huh? uh, Shining Through, where she oh, goes yeah. undercover uh-huh. in Germany. Yes. And Michael right. Douglas saves her, and he's at the end of the movie. He's carrying yeah. her across to Switzerland, and he's being shot yeah. as he runs yeah. across to get her across the border. I don't believe he could carry her, though. Well, now then, that I then, then he's not, now he's pretty old. Well, and then <laughs> that the was, one that I saw when I was, I think I was eight or nine years old, nine years old maybe, was uh, The Sound of Music. Oh, I was yeah. also thinking of that because you know they're they're escaping the Nazis. The Nazis are bad. The Nazis are ruining the country, and right. they're going to go to the mountains, and the hills mm-hmm. are. Alive. I remember getting to the end of that movie and being like, "Wait, this is a Nazi movie? What?" Like well, just being like, the, "I think like someone changed the tape." I remember being so, so shocked at so the end, me, and then finding out that they're a real family. And it gives a new meaning to the song "So Long Farewell." So, <laughs> so <laughs> let me tie it to some family goodbye. history here. Our, our family does not have that, that piece of history as much in it, but Mario, when you were a kid, along with our mother and our uncle and the rest of the family, you all had to escape Cuba. You all had Absolutely, to escape a yeah. country. And I remember when we watched Sounds of Music as a kid, mom gave us the context, which was like when they pushed the car out in the middle of the night, oh, she's yeah. like, we had to do that. Now, the Cubans, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say, is they're not as bad as the Nazis, but do you relate to that experience at all? Do you think about that when you watch the Sound of Music? Do you so, think about the fact I'll that you, you had to escape absolutely. as a family? Well, it, it's more than that. I keep thinking... Um, the, the courage, the absolute incredible courage it took our family, my dad, my mom, and all the other people that left, that not only did you sneak out, all right, but you had to leave everything the way it was so that no one would suspect that you were sneaking out. In other words, right. we went on a visa, vacation visa. You left right. the bank accounts, the business, the house, the furniture. You didn't take a lot with you. And you were never, ever going back. Just think about your home here that you've built with all these wonderful things. And you're going to get up with Allie and the kids and you take 
a one-week suitcase, and all this equipment has to stay because you have someone that you know walks the dog and the neighbors and whatever, and you're leaving, and you're you know you're never coming back. And you, and you don't it's take over. your dog on vacation. And you, what are you gonna do? You're just gonna start. You're just starting over. It's just like it's it. You, you, that that concept is almost impossible to figure out. And this is what was going on, you know, in Nazi Germany before that. Uh, it's happening now in countries. It's happening every, yeah. every in a lot of different places. It's happening. Uh, you know, that's 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 what comes through my mind uh, when I see those things. It's not. It, it's it's overwhelming, actually. It it truly is. So so rather than keeping going down the overwhelming, we'll just talk about some funny Nazis then to finish off mm-hmm. the discussion of this. <laughs> um, so recent funny Nazis we've seen. We've seen imaginary Hitler and Jojo Rabbit, which I think is like a combo funny slash serious. You have the producer's springtime for Hitler. Uh, not that guy, the, the guy who writes Springtime for Hitler, let alone the entire musical thing. And then I, I classify the Indiana Jones Nazis as yeah. as kind of funny because they're, they're, they're very much light cartoon bad guys. Um, absolutely, absolutely. What about you? What do you about you guys, Lily and Beck? I, to me, I feel like, I've said this before, movies, pop culture has allowed us to make... Like, Nazis are okay to be played for laughs at this point, even though they're also played for but, horror. But I think that every time, I mean, it's been done, I, unless there's like a, a, you know, I don't know. I think that Jojo Rabbit takes it to another level. Of, of quality. Of, what? Of quality. Of uh, Takes it to another level of what the standard of a quote-unquote funny Nazi or funny representation of Hitler could be. I think it surpasses even the producers, which is the ultimate, right? Like the Mel Brooks interpretation, because it's through the eyes of a child and it's it's so brilliant and it's so smart, yet endearing and funny. And I think how could you possibly make up that combination? Like, how could you get it just right? And he did, because um, the Hitler character is just... Uh, phenomenal. It's, it's I, so true to like the stuff we know about Hitler as fact, and then true to the, what a mind of a little a ten year old would be, so, and how corrupt it could be. It's it's so it's so fantastic. So the recent um, there's a recent movie I saw that I thought was really cool, which was something I think it was about the man who I think it's called the man who killed Hitler, starring Sam Neill, and it's a I'm pretty sure it's available on Hulu, and I pitched it before. But yes, you've talked to us about it. it. It's a very cool concept because it essentially, part of what the movie deals with is the threat of Hitler being bigger than just the person, but being the persona. And that, and that, the, the, that once Hitler's ideas were out into the world, that th- there could be, there are different, there, you could almost have different actors play him, Right. And but once those horrific ideas are out there and people are on board, they're still they're still sort of falling in line behind it, which to me which you get in, in Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit exactly too. because it's all about right. those ideas when, at the beginning when they're like oh but he killed himself like he's out and everybody's like what and the kids like what what are you talking about like he, it's so much more beyond just this one person but it really humanizes it oh yeah. Um, uh, how about you, Beck? Uh, funny Nazis? Any of them come to mind? 
<laughs> and of all the funny Nazis I've known. Um, no, I uh, I agree that the the Jojo Rabbit is kind of set apart. Um, and I and I think also in part not just because of the way the character is written, but that it's played by by Taika Waititi, who is half Jewish, and that's, that's something that he point. talks about a lot. And and when you dig a little deeper into understanding like how he came to play the role and how he feels about it, it's it's super fascinating that he can make such a funny character. Um, but it but he has I think there's a lot of baggage for him playing it, which is is something that um, when you hear him talk about it, uh, you I come mean, to understand I, a lot I more. I love the idea that like Nazis are get to be reduced to like a Jewish person of color playing Hitler for laughs and winning an yes. Oscar for it. Like, could there yes. be a better like f you that like within within seventy years of you doing this horrific thing, people yeah. will be celebrated for making fun of you as a child's yeah. imaginary friend. To yeah. me, I find that very satisfying. More satisfying than the, than the like the murder of the Nazis being celebrated. In yeah, Hunters. well, we're not very murdery people. We're not. You, we're not super murdery. We're more into making fun of people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I see why that really gets us. But I'm trying to think of other funny Nazi portrayals. I'll I'll keep thinking on it. But those are three great examples of it. Uh, should you need one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, why don't we talk about what just other things we've been watching? Um, uh, Tio, if you have any stuff you want to recommend to people, or yeah, any non-Nazi related non -Nazi content, related been... no, no, we've recommended all the Nazi content. You know what? I, I started. I was watching with Jan. Uh, I was watching with Jan a million little things, and I don't know if you guys have seen that show. But it's a new show that's on. It's on its second season, and basically, it's. Uh, I think four or five couples, you know, families in Boston, and how it's all about their lives. Every, there's a bunch of stories going on at once and how they're all connected. It's called A Million Little Things. It's a network show, so it's not, you know. Uh, right. But it, it actually, I think it's very extremely well written. It deals with a lot of uh, critical things in our society and personal uh, relationships and I, I I think it's a really good show um, cool. yeah so a million little things um, a bunch of actors that you'll recognize some are new um, very interesting very cool. I don't want to give away I mean I, I think it's worth watching the first episode or two because they, it is a big big things happen in the first uh, first or second episode uh, I can't remember which one it was and of course then there's the kitschy ridiculous ones which I love watching really um, uh, like Lucifer. <laughs> Tio Mario is really into Lucifer. Uh, Every time I leave the room and come back, well, no, he's I was turning watching, it on. You know, I, and I like watching shows over and over again, uh, which drives Jan crazy because but, yeah, but once, once she's seen it life. once, it's why why in God's name would we ever watch this again? Uh, you know, um, you know, like my big fat Greek wedding. Why would you watch it for the 80th time? I honestly don't know, except that everybody comments on it, and it's fun. Still makes you laugh. <laughs> yep. Why you want a to leave me? A babopsy. <laughs> what about you, Beck? Uh, so, Chef Show Season 3 was just released. Um, Chef. That is the John Favreau, Roy Choi um, cooking show on Netflix. I So far, it's not 
as interesting as the first two, but I just love how low stakes it is. You're just like watching <laughs> really good people, like really great chefs cook things and like hang out and you know, there's no special end result. There's no prize. There's no, it's just like, this is how good food is made. So I find it really, really nice to have something where I'm not um, wondering if they're going to catch the Nazi. Just something <laughs> to help pass the time. Uh, so that just came out. I'm very happy about that. And I think other than that, I've been averaging going to bed around 9 p.m. So not leaving me a ton of time to watch shows. So how about how about you, Lil? Um, I had a bit of a stomach bug on Thursday, so, so I how are you down. feeling? <laughs> I, so I hung, I would say I hunkered down between my bedroom and my bathroom, and watched breezed right through two seasons of Shrill. So and good, right? It's so good. Um, I loved it. I recommended it already. Like I started texting like every like all my girl cousins and like a bunch of girlfriends, and I was just like, I'm sorry, have you have not seen this show? You need to watch it right now. Um, I I thought it was excellent. I was sad that there weren't. I was glad that season two had more episodes than season one, but still, like I'm going to be very sad to have to wait a year for that show. And I will say that I was feverishly texting Becky during the finale of Next in Fashion on Netflix. <laughs> A show you can get on Hulu and Next in Fashion uh, is on Netflix, which is like a fashion show competition, but I loved it. And I was like nervously texting Becky for the the winner of that one. It was very satisfying. It was a a great show. And um, I'm watching Titans uh, on Netflix, too. It's kind of odd, but I was like in a bit of a lull and needed something that, you know, involved some sort of action and murder, which my husband. It's very, it's very murdery. Right, and um, I use uh, Titans like is a, a comic book show. It's about like Robin when he splits from Batman, and him and like the oh, gang oh, that oh. he kind of creates. Mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying it, and Shy, you were kind of a downer about season two, but so far I'm like, wait, I'm Shy, did it. I start watching that show? <laughs> I don't. I, how am I supposed to know? I think I made you guys watch the first episode. I loved the first season, and then the but second I season, like I was just like, "What like is it. going on?" Is that? I th- did. I saw. I is, is that the one where Minka Kelly's in it? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, yeah, I saw a couple sure episodes of that. Yeah, they upped her number of episodes in season two. They they really right. rearranged. Oh, I forgot that and show she existed. Have died, and they were like, "We want to keep her on the show." Yeah. they just didn't kill her. Yeah, they just didn't kill her. Um, they brought her. It's back a bit hokey at times, but again, it's not too high stakes. Although it's like action and stuff, I'm not that stressed when I'm watching it, which is a relief for me because most the, of the stuff the, I watch with Paul is very stressful. The most like interest- for him, the the Tanati Hunter show is like watching children's. Like, uh, uh, did TV. he like it? What like, did he think of it? <laughs> yeah, he did he think it was a history show? Um, yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure he thinks it's, like, all accurate, like, based on a true story. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, he thought, yeah, he thought, he was definitely enjoying it. It's like, that's a, that's a show that's right up in his alley. It's at the Americans, but, but taking it up a notch. Got you know it. what I mean? Like, in terms of, it, and he loved the Americans. So it's like, my, I was saying, it reminds me of that show a lot. So the fact that the Americans were more graphic and more crazy, and then there's Jews right. in it, he's, like, so excited. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, then we shall. Uh, I don't. I my big thing this week is Hunter, so I don't have anything new to add there. Uh, um, Lily, where can people follow you? Chichi K Gomez C H I C H I on the Twitter. 
K as in Kellogg's and, or Gorman and, and Gomez. Um, and on Letterbox, Mario, you got to get on Letterbox. You uh, would love it. I don't know what that. I'll show. I'll show. We're gonna do a whole iPad tutorial <laughs> yeah. in a few minutes. Oh, That's our next Mario's activity. Mario's gonna love Letterbox. That is gonna keep you busy for hours. Not that you have hours of free time, but. What do you think he does it, all day? He he's, well, he's a he gets a job. Hunter, according to Shai. <laughs> Uh, um, I put out fires and solve problems. Uh, <laughs> Becky, oh. what, what, where can people follow you? On Twitter and Letterbox. Well, what's your handle, Denny? Paper <laughs> BK. I'm telling them which social medias they can find me on. I'm not on all of them. So on those two, at Paper BK Princess. Tio, would you, do you want people to follow you? I know you're on Twitter. I have, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I have three followers. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait, I'll follow you. Uh, actually. <laughs> Mario follows I don't even know how to get into my Twitter. You're at Mario PZS on Twitter. PZS. You and you are on Instagram. You are... Mario Z Jazz. So, but spelt with an A S Z. So, Mario Z J A S Z. But is his Instagram private? No, it doesn't look. I, I don't, I don't look, know. Doesn't look like it. Nope, not private. There's a lot of. Make it private. There's. There's some good pictures of Tio Mario with the Groucho Marx glasses on on here. Well, that was wedding. A lot of drinking. A lot of a lot of uh, sporting events. A lot of Phillies and Eagles. A lot of a lot of a lot of sporting events. The Rocky statue. Uh, our, our, and and Mario is the is is you know it's important to recognize also Mario is the father of cousins Mindy and Shelley, who are often referenced on the show, and of course the great great Tia Jan, um, who is fantastic. The greatest. Um, who is absolutely amazing. Um, the best brisket. The, oh really. That's a uh, oh. brisket. Brisket, sweet. Oh, no, the brisket. Meatballs. It's delicious. Oh, by the way, we recently got a an air fryer. Uh, oh. Oh, how is that? I want an air fryer. Allie will not let me but, get it. And it says, fr- so are you frying food in it or not? Well, here's, it here's, what, here's what we've made so Can far. I? We just got it. Mindy bought it for us, actually. And we did sweet potatoes, like wedges. You know, so what you do is tell you, me everything you coat, about you coat it. the sweet potatoes with a little bit of olive oil, just a little on the sweet potatoes in a bowl before you put them in, and you put some pepper, and then we just throw them into the fryer for 10 minutes. There's no oil in there, really. And I mean, 12 minutes, and 12 minutes later, you, you it comes out and it is like toasty, crispy with the grill marks. And they're awesome. Why That's it. it. Why this is this is as opposed what? to deep frying it. So there's no. It's not like deep frying anything. Or like it's, it's air. coming mushy in the oven. No, the it's oven not always mushy. a little mushy. Well, the inside the sweet potato, but you could do fries. You could do like if you took a chicken breast and put a little uh, coat on it and put it in there for 15 minutes. Uh, boom! You have gr- you have like fried chicken, except it's not fried. It's really cool. It's it's what brand? You were so you're, you're giving. Did, it a did they give you a Spanish language commercial to do for this? Ah, <laughs> uh, si es Goya tiene que ser bueno. Um, <laughs> you know they they translated it. it's 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 the most pop one of the most popular commercials now on TV for Would, Goya. Yeah. If it's Goya, it's got to be good. Oh, and it's original. So they, they, that's the same line as the Club Man. Si es Club Man, tiene que ser bueno. I know. No, no, that's what they did. That's what. 
We've got a lot of Goya products in the house that mom brings, and then Allie, Allie sneaks them out. Like, so like, like mom brought Malta. Have you ever had Malta? That's an, acquired, that's an acquired taste. Harry loves Malta. No, so the kids each drank a Malta, and they were like, this is the best thing ever, and then their faces oh, turned. No, but then they turned the color of the Malta, and they were like, I can yeah, never drink this yeah. again, Dad. So we had like a case of Malta in the basement, and I forget, Allie, Allie like gave it away on a listserv. <laughs> she like announced it to the neighbor, and it was Does like, anybody want Malta? Anybody want for, I, I, for, I like it. It's very fattening, actually. Two, two, two thirds of a Malta case. And so my grandmother it. would take uh, a Malta, put an egg yolk, condensed sugar, you know, like, a, <laughs> and, and mix it. Yeah. Condensed oh milk. I'm sorry, condensed milk and mix it together for me uh, so to fatten me. <laughs> that was her. Yeah. And then didn't she give you, like, two espressos for breakfast and no, dinner so it was, as well? No, it was, it was an espresso on a tall glass of milk with, like, eight sugars. Uh, in the morning, in the afternoon, and right before bed. And the big question was, how come he's so hyper? You know, because you're giving him espresso. Uh, with, with sugar I, With sugar. Oh, no, it, it was like tons of sugar and tons of everything. And, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll put a banana in it or something. You know, we got to fatten you. It, that was it. It was, it was, how do we fatten this skinny little runt that can't stop and moving? By giving him yeah, lots of... By <laughs> giving him lots of sugar. Cholesterol, high cholesterol that runs in our family. Uh, that's well, right. Well, we didn't know then, but we know oh, no, now. The favorite was the gribelach, which was the, the fat from the fried chicken that she would then coagulate with salt, you know, add salt to it. This is my dream dish. And cracker, right? I know. And you ate fat with salt on, on a, a saltine cracker. That and now like it's a little Oh my God, you ate that and you were like, oh my God, this is like heroin. Uh, <laughs> I need to go eat some right now. Your, 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 your grandmother is rolling over in her grave that you're frying with air. Yes. <laughs> Where's the chicken fat? It's a shanda. It's a shanda. It should be fried in chicken fat. The grease, you could keep that grease for days and then make something of it. That's what my mother-in-law does. She keeps all the grease and the oil from the other stuff she cooks, and she, she reuses wants, it. Wants something she flammable. Over over she wants something really flammable in your apartment. You know, you could have a little yeah, Tupperware in the fridge with it, it and yeah, spread it. It's true. It's true. That was it. And yeah, my my mother-in-law <laughs> still cooks with um, with the with the chicken fat with the schmaltz. That she schmaltz. It and cooks it. She makes matz. She makes matzah brai oh. cooked in schmaltz. Ooh. She does like a savory oh. matzah brai with like fried onions. Did you ever find that eggs and chicken cooked together just seems like a little creepy? Oh no. Oh, that's a good. Like it's like. No. I never thought about that. You know, like to eggs me, already taste kind of chickeny. No, so, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to confirm that the air fryer is a buy. You recommend to buy it. Air fryer. I want an air fryer. Now, you know air me. I, I love a good impulse buy. Uh-oh. No, no. Get one buy. right now. <laughs> Allie will have Becky. to know when this happens by the All right. air fryer. Cheesy. I'll recommend All right. it. Speaking well, of air an air fryer is too much for me to buy on impulse. It's too much. If right. it, it was 25 bucks, well, I'd Can I just say? Oh, wait. Let's see. Wait. Who is that? we got to wrap up the show. And let Tio say your final words. Final oh, by words. By the way, Becky, did you have? Did you have? Hey, Floyd, buddy, how you doing? I have to take oh, the blur off so you can God, see everyone. Hey. What? She's so beautiful. That's sunny. That's, uh, no, that's, uh, that's uh, okay. I'm drawing a blank. That's sunny. Sunny. The new one. 
No, I was th- I was going to ask you when and Steve was were coming over for brunch. He's named after your mother. I know, I know. I, I, I started thinking about Lynn and Steve. I forgot. I'm sorry. No, Sonny. Oh. Um. So let me just wrap up the show and say, uh, you can follow me at Pancake for Table on. Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of us, our stuff at FridayNightMoviePod.com. I did some tinkering with the website so it works better on mobile devices now. Uh, we will be at Baltimore Comic Con October 23rd through 25th. It's going to be amazing. Uh, oh, come I by our booth. We're gonna. Ha- we're gonna. You should come. We could. We have. We're gonna have a corner booth. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a great con. They've got tons of amazing guests already announced. Very cool. And um, our theme song is by What Does It Eat, and it will kick in, and we will dance into the afternoon. Can I just say dance, that? dance, dance? Oh, and then final, and sure. then final words from Tio. I I want to say thank you for having me uh, on this podcast. Uh, I've never been on a podcast, and. Uh, uh, you, you guys are the amazing. best one you've been the on. Discipline, it's been, it's amazing. The, your discipline to do this uh, is is quite yeah. amazing. And this this room is everything I imagined it would be. Because um, it, it contains everything you could possibly imagine. Uh, given, you know, Bob Ross has been staring at me the whole time, uh, bobbling his head, and there's a Bob Ross bobble. There's, there's a little tchotchke problem going on in here. Uh, something I think moved. I'm not really sure, but a box moved. So we have. We have to do a little more organizing, but it's absolutely wonderful. I love you, girls. I love you, you girls. You girls are absolutely amazing, and you're always on our thoughts because we love you. I love you. Wait, I'm very. I did. I did receive the the gift. I got the crib. I just haven't sent out thank you cards yet. But it's I I have the cards. I have to write them and send them. But I did receive it, so thank you. We still get an official thank you card. You got it. All right. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Say good. Bye. Say bye. Have fun at the. Say goodbye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love bye. You. Bye. Love 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 you. Charlie did such a great job. I mean, it is the natural. I don't know. I just read Torah like it was like nothing. It was amazing. Tio, did you forget anything you wanted no, to say? No, I just wanted to make sure that I send my big hug and kisses and best to Mindy, Shelley, Devin, and my man, Watson, baby. What about Gritty? Who the hell's and Gritty? And the Philly Fanatic. No, they're not. They're the not. other, you know. No, the, no, no, no. What about the cheesesteak guy at the Los Andros? <laughs> <laughs> I like the short order cook at Bob's Diner, though. All right. <laughs>